0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. BlueWire.
1: we the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Detroit Lions select Pene Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. Talk, yes! touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins, yes! They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big
2: is Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to our live Spotify Green Room session on Friday night this Spotify group is sponsored by the Blue, Wire Network. I not to host as usual, Pierre, Malcolm, how are you boys doing
3: tonight? Bro, I am doing great, the Pistons got a franchise changing player, I know this is like a Lions podcast, but this is huge for the city of Detroit. Oh yeah, 100%, uh, Malcolm is an outsider, you know, not being a Pistons
2: fan, you know, not being any fan of any other Detroit team besides the Lions, you know, like. You you kind of see it, isn't this Pretty cool to see like the number one pick kind of come back to Detroit and just kind of see what the energy is bringing to the city. He's a mixed fan. He's before, a you mixed start, fan. before you
1: start, before you start, before you start, I just want to say, finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Spotify Green Room.
2: <laughs> Why do <laughs>
3: you say that every week? You're on every week. Just <laughs> thing
0: now.
2: Just thing now.
1: Woo, man! I'm back. I'm here, man. Yo, I'm excited. I'm sorry right for you guys, too, man. You guys had a hell of a draft. Shout yeah. out to the Pistons, man. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. It's Kate Cunningham. Yeah.
3: Nice. I'm, like, I'm like, they're sorry-ass Knicks.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's funny because uh we're a 4th seed team last year. I mean, shoot. You guys, I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk with you guys. You know, the thing is, I don't say nothing about anybody's team. But everybody loves taking shots at my Knicks. And well, the Knicks they, they love the Knicks doing very, it.
2: The Knicks are very, like... You know, they love doing it. I, mean, I don't see nothing ball. about
1: nobody's team, especially team that haven't, you know, they guys haven't went to the playoffs. I mean, you guys had a good drive, but come on, man, don't don't take shot at my Knicks.
2: It's it's the Knicks, man. It's just he, he, he they, they're we, a meme, meme at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, oh yeah, we're, we're fourth seed. They, they, four they, seed. They, they better meme.
1: <laughs> we're we're a fourth seed. I mean, we're a playoff team. We are here. Yeah. You got gotta you guys gotta get there before you can talk. You gotta get there.
2: Well, we were just there. I mean, we didn't
1: do anything. You were, we were you, there. You, you, you were there, but you, you guys are not there. And you got to get there before you can talk. But are
2: you guys look, really there? Yeah, we're a fourth seed. <clears throat> like, okay. All right, whatever. No, that, that I'm
1: just like... saying, we're, 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 were we not the fourth seed in the NBA in, in the Eastern Conference
2: last year? Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you, were you really there? Were you really there? Like, were you a real contender? I don't think so.
1: I mean, no. We, I mean, we're, we're, we're lacking a superstar. But the thing is, point blank, period. We're a playoff team.
2: All right. Where are you guys? That's cool, bro. You you're mediocre.
1: How about exactly. that? You guys, Hey, we're a playoff team. You guys <laughs> got <laughs> to get there before you can talk.
3: You got to Yo, out there pretty soon you're you gonna have a future. <laughs> future. <laughs> pretty soon you're gonna have to get through the Pistons in the East.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, all right, all right. Let's, uh... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hey man, I'll, I'll just say this. the Pistons over the Knicks in the future wise. Yeah. Knicks not making the playoffs in
1: next year. Okay, we'll see. No, I, I didn't say that. Right. No, 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 no. That, that, that's what Lee said. And Lee, oh. I am willing to take friendly bets. I am willing to take money. If you think the Knicks is not a top eight team in the East, and we're not making a playoffs, please let me know. I mean, we could we can I mean, the, the East ready. has gotten
2: hey, hey, The East has gotten better. The East,
1: the East, definitely could, East, better. East could get better. Hey, the Knicks is going to get better. It, it, it is what it is, man, because we'll we have a lot of – we have – and a lot of people don't know, we have a lot of young pieces, RJ mm-hmm. Barrett. And those guys – you know, RJ Barrett averaged 17 points last year. He's expected to take another leap. You know, Randall, another guy expected to take another leap. And uh, these these guys, you know, they didn't show up in the playoffs. I get it. All this right, is what no, everybody bro, saw. No it. Everybody saw the live games. Everybody saw the games that they didn't show <laughs> no, up in. No, and no. I get Actually, it,
3: bro. We're gonna lose our listeners, bro. No one's from New York. <laughs> no,
1: no, I, I get it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> but. It is what it is. Oh, someone just said Patricia
2: Stibido. Okay. We
1: have to it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We okay, got
2: to switch uh, <laughs> We got to, right, let's, now. Go to uh, let's get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now that we're actually in, like, pretty much full gears on football season now, you know, now that training games officially started, if this was the middle of June, I would love to continue this basketball talk. But now that we actually have some football to talk about, we have to get into football right now. But let's go. overall... Overall, really quickly, a very nice day for the Detroit Pistons and just a nice day for the Detroit Sports fans, you know, getting uh, the number one pick in Cade Cunningham. And, you know, obviously the fan base is super excited, not just the Piston fan base, but just the Detroit fan base in general. So, very excited. Can't wait to watch this this fall and wintertime. That's going to be super exciting and just the whole Piston team in general. But, all right, now we're into football. Lions season is coming up, preseason's here. Training camp. All right. We got observations. These are the best times of year. Camp battles. Uh, you, you look through all the lines. Beat guys. Chris Burke, Dave Burkett, uh, Eric Schill. Uh, uh, who else? Who else? Uh, Tim Twitterman. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm missing Jeremy some of the guys.
3: Reisman, Kyle, Kyle Menke. Justin Rogers.
2: All these guys. Yeah. Phenomenal at their job. And this is like one of my favorite times of year. When I'm not there in Allen Park, I love to keep up with these guys' tweets and just see all the camp battles, see all these reps that's happening. It's
3: amazing. One of my favorite times of the year.
2: Now that were, you know, around that time of year. Let's get into it, man. Uh, Wait, know, Todd, a-
3: before we start, I want to give a shout-out to David Blau's wife, Melissa Blau. Um, she's Blau. actually in the Olympics, Blau. so shout-out to her. Yeah, she is in the Olympics. I saw Melissa uh, Campbell. Blau, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, they made they made a lot of Campbell videos Blau. for, her, uh, you know, uh, congratulating her. So best of luck to her for sure. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you a question. Did, did she already speed. run already? Did she, did she run already? Or, or no? I have no really. idea, honestly. Uh,
3: yeah, she did run. She got second place, so she's going to the semis. It's actually Melissa. Got oh, for real? Back. I'm sorry. Yeah. She.
1: Oh, she got second place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 she's I, fast. fast.
2: Honestly, so she's been, going to the. Th- there's She's she so running to the track star. There's been so many things happening in sports right now with the NFL training camp, MLB trade deadline, NBA draft. I, I haven't been able to keep up with the Olympics, uh, honestly. So uh, good for her. Good for her. That's best of up, luck. Uh, the, the best uh, rest of the way through. All right. I yeah. want to get into NFL training camp now because there's a lot of interesting battles. and a lot of new faces in Detroit. Obviously, mm-hmm. new regime in Detroit, so it's a whole new system. I, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, man. Um, a lot of former Lions, current Lions Oh, taking shit. taking some minor jabs, some major jabs at her at former Patricia. regime. Yep. Yeah, at her former regime, man. I mean, you got guys like Jared Davis saying he contemplated retirement.
4: Mm. Darius
2: Slay, someone asked him today, are you excited to face the Lions this year? He said, no, not as excited because Patricia's not there. Mm. Uh, who else? Uh, Tracy Walker. Mm. Uh, Flowers take a jab. Mm. I mean, there's jabs left and right. And Swift, I, too. Yeah, Swift. Oh, <laughs> I mean, man.
1: they're,
2: the they're everywhere. are goes on. Kawundre just on the competition. Kawundre yep. digs as well. I mean, yep. shit. Look, like if they didn't
1: give me a mic, I would talk shit too.
2: <laughs> it's, 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 it's been seeming refreshing though because you know everyone seems happy just to kind of get over this hump of you know getting a new regime. So that's good. You know, it seems like it's been a successful week for the Lions in training camp. As far I mean, obviously, it's training camp, and you know there's going to be. Uh, a lot of highs because you know you're first in your own teammates, so it, it's going to be a lot of optimistic right now. You know, time right now, a- every team looks good right now on paper, and you know, it, it, it's fun right now. It, it's a lot of fun. It's it's what Peter calls the honeymoon stage right now, and we're definitely yep. we're definitely going through that right now. We're in now. the
3: honeymoon phase right now, yep. Um, yeah, definitely, but yeah, they said in the comments, Eli Batchi, he said uh, Dan Campbell is doing the up and downs with his players, mm-hmm. so that that's pretty dope. Patricia couldn't do that, so well, oh, yeah. I mean,
1: wait, <laughs> wait, 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 Pierre. Why? Why couldn't he do it?
2: No, okay, no we're not getting to logistics. i <laughs> not <can't> <laughs> to saying, <laughs> logistics.
3: I'm just saying he couldn't
2: do it. That's all I'm saying.
1: All right. Oh man.
2: No, wanna... did you hear? Wait, before you start, did you hear that? Um, people are talking shit about that. Like, are you kidding what? me? Oh, Dan Campbell doing burpees? Yeah. What yeah. Is there there, talk shit about? A lot
1: of people are talking negative about, like, oh look at look at Dan Campbell doing up downs. And look at the players' faces. Like, are you kidding me? No, bro, that's
3: like, dope. If your coach
1: that I, shit. Of, of course. I, I thought that was awesome. And the thing is, people are like, oh, the players didn't look into it. Bro, they do 40 up-downs before every practice. That video caught up-down number 37. What the fuck? What, what do you expect their faces? Like, do you expect them to be smiling?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, After 40
1: up-downs, like, do you expect them to be happy and smiling and, and doing high-fives? Like, of course Michael. they look tired.
3: Yeah, Michael Bracker said, like, they saw the coach and they thought it was pretty cool because, like, he's doing it with them and
2: stuff. I, th- of I think that awesome, guys are, man.
3: I, th- I think people forget these
2: guys are human sometimes in that, like, when you're working out, you're not going to be – like, you smile when you work out, like, just as a normal human. When you go to the gym, when you're on the treadmill, are you smiling? No, you're not bro, smiling when you're on the treadmill. story,
1: story time, story time. And this, oh, this, bringing back, <laughs> this is bringing back when I, when I used to play football, bro. I smiled one time at practice. You know what my coach made me do? He made my ass run. He said, "Why are you smiling?" he said, he's said, 38. Why are you smiling? Run. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> hold up. Okay, hold up.
2: You, you weren't just smiling. There has to be a reason why you were smiling.
1: No, because when I, when I look tired, like when I look tired and like when I'm breathing, like I look like I'm smiling. So you so weren't like, messing I was like, around with another smiling? teammate? No, no, I wasn't smiling, but he thought I was smiling. So he just made my ass run. You weren't messing yeah,
2: around with another teammate? Is. What happened? I said, you weren't just messing around with another teammate? No, I wasn't <laughs> messing
1: around with another teammate. I <laughs> was yeah. tired. I was dead-ass tired. I was dead-ass tired and I was breathing. So he, uh, he looked at me and thought I was smiling, and then he made my ass run.
3: So the Lions claimed um, Bruce Hector off of waivers, and then the other day he was like – he had to do ups and downs because he was like the first player. Yeah. Like they claimed him, and the defense joined him. I thought that was pretty cool as well. Like, like the rest of the defense are saying? Yeah, they joined You girl. have yeah. defensive players join them. Like they didn't let it do him on his own. I That's thought that was true. pretty
2: cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, if one man's going to do it, the whole team's going to do it. <laughs> I like
3: yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want
2: to get into training camp now, and mm. well, we've already been talking about training camp, but I want to like single out a specific player from all of us. We'll, we'll all say one player. You know, obviously we're not there, so we're not watching live. But who's a guy that you've been reading on? And you're like, damn, like, okay, I, I'm excited to see him in the preseason. I'm excited to see him. You know, with our eyes in training camp. And, and can, in the I, can I go season. first? Can go I? Go ahead. First? Yeah, I want you to go first.
1: Before before Pierre steal it, I'm going to say it.
2: Are you to say it. Oh no, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, it. I want I want
1: I mean, this, this is good. You guys were waiting for this moment. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys, were waiting for this moment. I'm gonna talk about Jeff Akuda. y'all boy Jeff Acuda. I'm gonna say it. I mean, so far so good. They say he looked great. You know, he's come in. He looked very confident. Um, he has some nice PBUs, and um, he's taking a nice leadership role, and he's he's mentoring the young guys. So that's a that's a very good sign. For Jeff Okuda. so he's a guy who I definitely am circling every single game that I want to see. I want to see, you know, how much of a step if is he going to take from last year to this year, and I'm just inter- interested to see. I mean, right now, I mean, you he, you he could kind of say, oh well, he's not playing against nobody. Our corners, our, our receivers aren't that good. You you could say that, but he's doing a great job um, with the with the competitions that are in front of him. So I just can't wait to see him, you know, when we're playing against other teams and we're playing against you know better competition wise and see how, how, how he how he how much of a how much he that he grown, you know? Okay, that's um, what I'm in. another
3: thing is, like he's taking a rookie under his wing. I believe uh Jerry Jacobs is his name if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: Jerry Jacobs.
3: He's basically like when he makes a mistake he's telling him what he did wrong. He's giving him advice and stuff. So that's pretty cool. He's already being the leader in his second year. That's huge actually.
1: Yeah. I wish you know what, I wish um Iggy was more of a like was that guy, you know, if, that he was leaning yeah. on the CUDA. But I haven't heard much about Iggy at all. Iffy, Iffy. Iffy, 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 my bad iffy. Yeah.
3: Alright, I'll give you guys another sh- another guy who's impressed. He's uh, he's okay. also in the secondary. Okay. And this is sound a guy now. who I've been a fan of. It's Mike Ford. I think um, I'm obviously Harris. he's he's hell no. I gotta see you to believe me. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously um, What's wrong with Willie? He's battling with uh, Corn Elder. Tracy Walker even said he looks more comfortable inside than he plays outside. And Mike Ford is also, like, there's clips of him dancing in practice. He looks loose. He's having fun. And, you know, that's my guy. I've always been a fan of Mike Ford, so I hope he wins that job. The nickel job. I told you about them single digits.
2: He's wearing number two now.
3: (laughs) I told you about them single digits. (laughs) I I, I think
2: Mike Ford is turning into a hell of a story, honestly, because I don't know if you guys remember, like, his story. Like, he came in 2018 – as an undrafted, undrafted free agent, yep. I mean, he wasn't really much of anything, honestly. Like, I, I remember just watching him. I'm like, okay, he was working with the third team. Like, I, I didn't really, like, know of him that much, honestly. And I actually have a story of Mike Ford. So I was at training camp in Allen Park, and I was getting autographs after, you know, practice, and some guys came through. And uh, Mike Ford comes through, and I like, I didn't know who Mike Ford was like that. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, UDFA, cool, you know, nice to meet you, whatever. But he gave me his football glove, so I still have that from this day. And just kind of see the career he's, you know, transformed. I'm not saying he's a superstar or anything, but like just to kind of still be in this organization with a new regime still in town, I think his chance of making the roster is, you know, it, you know, it, it's decent. Like I wouldn't say it's a for sure lock, but I think he's got a good shot at making this team. I think right now he's a lock. I have a guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about a lock, but like I, I like his chances of making this team definitely. I don't think there's really many locks on this team right now. That's why I, I go there. But like I think I, it's just I think it's just cool to kind of see the story that Mike Form transforms you know since twenty eighteen you know and he's still here in two thousand twenty one. Tyler, who's your I mean, guy? He's been
1: good so far. Yeah, he's been good so far. I mean, I think you have to have like a really shitty preseason to like. I
2: mean, get good. he's he's been good for this team like in general. Like I like I'm not trying to go like way back and like just get, like everything, but like whenever they needed him to step up and like you know start a game for an injury or or anything, like he's been reliable and like he's he's. Been a very solid backup for this team, and he's like one of those guys that just is really important to NFL teams. And there was times in like 2019, I, I went to camp, like when we knew a little bit more of Mike Ford. I'm like, I just don't know if this guy has anymore. But you know, he, he's just he he's gotten better, man, and it, it's been a, a cool story right. to kind of keep up with, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: If you love listening to us here on The Pride Podcast, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you just want to host a podcast and you don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover arts, Q&A to BlueWire's top podcasters and access to the, our community discords and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks on top of all that we'll get your show pushed out to Apple Spotify, Google, Stitcher and all listening platforms and the best part is you get all of this for only $15 a month that's the same rate as any hosting website would charge you just for the initial setup so if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team, then make your voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance to this program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to h- bwhustle.com join. Check the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's
0: bwhustle.com slash join. or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Yeah,
2: I like him Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see what Mike Ford could do this year, man. Just...
1: Who,
2: who do you have, uh, Tyler? So, you know, I got, I got a sleeper this year that not many Lions fans probably know about. And this was a guy that they signed back in January. So this was as the uh, NFL playoffs were still going, you know, obviously they have the futures deal. Andrew. And, you know, usually – yeah, and people usually don't go into futures deals and, like, look too deeply into them. They're like, okay. We actually had one a couple of years ago that we, like, you know, had an uh, eye out for in training camp. was Mark Thompson. You remember the running back? He, he yeah. Futures deal yeah he we, got had, we, had, we had him on. He was our first guest. Yeah, first guess. Yeah, if I remember yes. that.
1: Yeah. So, Wait, the guy you talk about is he a
2: linebacker? Yes, yes. He he's know a he linebacker. Has, i, know I who you're cool, talking about. Yeah, so, I, I his name exactly is Sean Dion Hamilton from mm. the Washington football team and he, like I said, he was one of the futures guys deal, so not really highly thought of, just a guy that maybe comes in and competes, not a very big linebacker depth in in Detroit, so maybe he has a shot at cracking the roster, but obviously he's going to have to prove it because it was a futures deal and just wasn't really really highly thought of as a player, but You know, just reading off reports from all the beat guys, especially Chris Burke, he's been hyping up Sean Deon Hamilton. He goes, uh, I'm going to read quote for quote what he said. Uh, Sean Deon Hamilton is a guy I'll be watching closely when the pads go on because he's been solid without them. Getting them with the second linebacker group and playing quick downhill. Also, turning uh, ran well in coverage once or twice today. So, I mean, I think so far he's showing to be a versatile linebacker to kind of do it all. And working with the second team, maybe – as camp goes on, maybe as you know preseason comes into play, maybe he's one of those guys that can maybe switch into the to, you know the first team linebacker room because th- this linebacker room is not very good. We've mentioned it; it's a big concern yeah, all not. off season. If one of these guys that you know maybe we're expected to start, like an Antoloni or a Jelani Tavai, or I wouldn't go as far as Jamie <laughs> Collins, but but you know if there's one of those guys that are starting right now and they're not performing. Maybe we see a guy like Sean Dion Hamilton get more reps with the first team, and then maybe he can impress enough to maybe even make the team. So I think it's kind of a cool story to follow along. He, he seems like he's been impressing all through camp, and obviously that would be huge for this Lions team because they need a linebacker. He's stepping in right now because we would even mention this. Jalen rees maybe is on the COVID list right now, so he's not at practice right now. So he's definitely taking advantage of the opportunity that he's getting right now, and I, I love when players do that, especially a guy that had a long shot to make the team. This would be a cool story for the Lions. This would be very good addition for the Lions if they can get a nice stable linebacker who who could kind of do it all. You know, if he's a smart linebacker who could play coverage, you know, could read gaps, that'd be very big for the Lions right now. So Sean Deion Hamilton's a guy I would keep tabs on because he wasn't a guy that maybe we we're talking about a couple weeks ago or even a couple months ago saying this guy is gonna make the fifty-three man roster. So I, I like that Sean Dion Hamilton is, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity, obviously before pads coming on right now.
3: Yeah, especially oh, with the Reeves maybe out, He's taking like, mm-hmm. advantage of his opportunities. So, mm-hmm. Tyler, Yo. y-
1: you mentioned three guys could possibly be starters. Can you name those three guys again?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, the starters, I would say going into week one are probably Collins, You said one name
1: that scared the shit out of me.
2: Anzalone and... I mean, it's it's, it's
3: it's 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 gonna, it's gonna be between
2: Reeves Maybin, I think, and Tavai. <laughs> oh shit, Tavai the starter. Yo, oh, but my when God. you look
3: at the Lions, though, they're not really gonna have three linebackers like that. Yeah, yeah, field. yeah. So, are no, you
1: saying like up in the air, like guys who could like potentially win it? He said,
3: "I'm talking like off-ball linebackers, yeah, not on-ball. Yeah, I know, off-ball linebackers.
2: Yeah."
1: I, mean, Tavai?
2: I think any of these guys, I think even after Jamie Collins, like, I think Jamie Collins will be a starter. But after that, I think it's up for grabs who could be the second linebacker on the field consistently. Like it could be any of these guys. It could be a Reese uh-huh. Maven potentially. It could be Tavai. T- but like, I don't know. Tavai? I wouldn't Holy have my money shit. on it. But <laughs> 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 hey, I wouldn't buy, hey, buy stocks. I'm telling you
1: this. It. If Tavai becomes a starter and actually plays well, we got to hear it. We know we're going to oh. hear it.
2: Oh, if he plays well, that's completely fine. Oh, but like I, man. I, uh, yeah. I, I'll be happy. I'll
1: be
3: happy. But I mean, why would I mean who wouldn't? Who wouldn't yeah. be happy?
1: I'm just not I'm not hopeful. I
3: just don't see not, it. I'm, Anyways, not, um, I'm not hopeful. Speaking he lost
1: weight, and he looked good. They said he, 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 he moves well. <laughs> okay. He moves up and down, I guess, well, and side to side.
3: I- uh, <laughs> speaking of linebackers, though, they're bringing along uh, – Derek Barnes slowly, another rookie they're bringing along slowly, Livy, Levi Onzeruki, Ifatu Malafanu, They're bringing those guys along slowly. But yeah. one guy who has been starting with the first unit is Aline McNeil. What are your thoughts on that?
2: That's exciting because they really need a guy up the middle to be a legitimate run stopper up there. And I think that's what Aline McNeil is. I think right now he's probably competing with Panasini and – as far as like this system that they run, I feel like an Ali McNeil is more vers- or more valuable to this team because he's more athletic, where he can disturb gaps in the running game and in the passing game, where I he can take on maybe two blocks. So if Ali McNeil could win this job going into week one, I think that would be a, a better, a bigger win for this Lions defense than uh, John to winning this job. So I'm rooting for Ali McNeil to win this job for sure.
1: Yeah, I think they're both going to be. I think they're both going to be good. Him and Levi. I think they're both going to be good.
2: They're perfect I, I, fits I for each other. I can't yeah, wait to see it because... Each
1: other well. Yeah, I just can't wait to see it because like even guys who we had in the past, like Sean Han, I wonder if he stays healthy and he plays with this new scheme and his new coaching staff. I wonder if he could get going.
3: It's possible. There's yes, a lot of guys
1: can. who I want to see on this D-line. There's a lot of guys who I want to see in this D-line because I think they're better than than um than what we've seen with Trisha and that staff. I think, I right. think it's got a lot better. Even even they're saying Trey Flowers is looking nice. He, he's looking better. He has a new role now. They're saying Trey, Trey Flowers is looking nice. I can't wait to see what, what Trey Flowers brings to the team next, next year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think with the Lee McNeil, though, though. I mean, we, we mentioned it in the draft with Levi Anzirike. Like, they're just a perfect complement for each other. Like, Anzarike yep. yeah. is that defensive tackle that's going to, you know, he's a – typical three tech that's going to get pressure on the quarterback and then McNeil is one of those disturbers like they call him that's just going to eat up all those blocks and he's going to free up for his linebackers who want to shoot up the middle if that's going to be Derek Barnes potentially or Jamie Collins and he's just going to help out the whole defensive line in general I'm not going to say and as far as he's going to be this type of player but kind of like what Snacks did for this team in 2018 I'm not saying he's going to have the same impact but that's what Snacks did you know just disturb and eat the blocks and help all his other defensive linemen and all the front seven in general just get to the quarterback. And I think Alim McNeil has a potential to do that at a high level. So that's exciting. A, I think it'll
1: be a little bit different. I think it'll be a little bit different because I think the scheme is different. So what they require from Snacks is just to you know, block up the A-gap. And I think yeah. they're going to ask something different from McNeil.
2: Yeah. Well, McNeil's more athletic to get to yeah. the quarterback they, rather than the Snacks. They're going to tell him to
1: get to the quarterback. Yeah. They're going to tell him to get to the quarterback. Like Snacks was a one-trick
3: pony. That. Snacks was a one-trick player. Yeah, McNeil I mean, could play like if he could play like defensive end on a player too. If they like, he's Good. athletic enough to play Good. that. Snacks yeah. is more just like a nose tackle. Yeah, no, Snacks is Snacks a, a two-down player versus McNeil is a three-down player for sure. I
2: agree 100. percent I think Levi's a three-down player as well. Yeah, yeah. I believe Pennisi is also a two-down player as well. Yeah, it's just Pennisi is like a knockoff Snacks, which is not a disrespect to him.
3: It's just. That's what he he's is, run, you know? He's a
1: run stuffer. He's going to... Just, gonna just a run stopper. yeah. going really to get to and... the
3: quarterback.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, so... You need that. Now we talked about the defense. Now let's, like, kind of go to the offense, right? Yeah. So... How's Goff? Start... Goff is up and mm. down. Like, so the thing is, what I read about him today is he's taking a lot of short passes. He's not really throwing it deep. And some days he's looking crispy. Some days he's a little off. Today wasn't his best day. But I'm not really a fan when a quarterback doesn't throw a deep. We're still early in training camp, but that's just not like – I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. It, I, I want my quarterback to be you know, I'm it, sling it, it. It, I mean, it, it's real early in
1: training yeah, camp. Yeah, it's still
3: early. I'm, not, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm looking at this with like a grain of salt. I mean, we've seen training camps where, you know, in the past where they said, oh, the Stafford's on fire, throwing the ball over the field, you know, offense looking amazing. And then when we get into the games, you're like, "What? where is it? What happened? You know, so I mean, I'm, I look at it with a grain of salt. I mean, it's only day three yeah, of yeah. training camp, so I mean, maybe they didn't ask him, of him, to throw the ball deep. And from his his um his, press car, his presser, he said he wants to throw the ball deep. Yeah. And they're gonna be um, scheming plays to go deep every single game. May not be every play, but they're gonna do it every single game. So right. I'm not I'm not worried about it. From what I saw, what I heard. From the reports is that he you know, he's been a leader, he's been good. And, you know, they said that, you know, he has his days where he looks sharp. So and, and again it's only day three. He takes it with a grain of salt. I just can't wait to see him in, in the swing of things as well. I think he's gonna play a lot better than than people are expecting as well.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I would say all the training camp. I we've mentioned it every year. I didn't mention it this episode, which is not my fault. But you gotta take training camp with the grain of salt and even just the preseason in general with the grain of salt. I oh, mean that's, sure. that's just we've how seen, it is. It's just a drill. We've
1: seen. But we, we witness we,
2: but it, it it's fun, you know, it's fun to get excited about some of these guys and just see if you know they make a play. It's like, Hey, like let's see what he could do now, you know. This mm-hmm. is the best time where you you're, you're Overly optimistic about your so, team because you're gonna see so many good plays and stuff like that.
3: We got a question about how the O-line looks. They're not in paddias, we don't really know, but there is something that came up today. Vitai lost weight and he's mm-hmm. moving a lot better. Also, mm-hmm. also, I don't know if you saw this as well, Terrell Crosby and Matt
2: Nelson, who are you know mainly known as tackles, they've been playing some uh, guard. Um, yeah, on Chris up. Yep. Yeah, uh, Matt Nelson's working on the left side and uh, Terrell crosby has been taking uh, reps at the right side uh, on offensive guard. And then also another guy to mention uh, uh, what is this? Talking about the rookie? Yeah, Drake Jay Jackson. Drake Jackson, yep. So he he's apparently looks solid. He was the undrafted kid from, I believe, Duke? Duke or Kentucky? I know it's one of the blue schools. My fault. It's one of the basketball schools and um, he, I guess he's been impressive. He's a center, so yeah, he's a center. I mean, the lines don't really have much at center behind Frank Ragno because if you guys remember, Joe Dahl was usually the guy to step in if there was ever an injury, and he's obviously not on the team right now. So it's Kentucky, it's Kentucky. That's what it was, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's going to be uh, interesting, you know, if they carry another center or if they're going to try to groom one of these guys and like a Stenberg who took a couple of snaps
3: at center last year. I don't know if he's taking any snaps at center this year. So he did take a couple the other day, and he didn't really look good. So they're I, know right look good oh, I know he didn't he look good last year. He's, he's playing exclusively guard right now. Yeah.
1: I was going to ask that because I haven't heard much about Stenberg in these three days. I haven't seen much about him. Is this a concern?
3: Well, mostly with defensive line, offensive line and offensive linemen, we'll start hearing more about them on Monday when the pass. Well, Malcolm, you know what they say. If there's no news, it's probably good news. That's true. Yeah.
1: That is true. So – that, that is definitely true. Because
2: it's usually you're either going to be really impressive or I think, I think that's on the off- usually on the offensive line. It's going to be you're not going to have any news or you're going to be terrible. That's yeah, how it goes. Yeah. Unfortunately, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Either your ass or yeah, you make yeah, the highlight. So, so, so no
2: news is good news. I'll, I'll take it no with that.
1: No news is good news. That, that's <laughs> good. That, that, that's right. That's right. I wasn't thinking about that. There's a lot of guys who haven't got brought up. So I guess there is no no reason to be concerned. If yeah, they ha- haven't been mentioned yet.
2: Yeah, so but it's gonna be interesting because I think they're gonna need one of these guys. You know, whoever makes the final fifty-three man roster, they're gonna need some center versatility, just like in case Oragno does go down. Because what is Plan B at that point? Because it was Joe Dahl. Now that Joe Dahl's on this team, I don't know what Plan B would be with this team. Does Drake Jackson make the team? Drake, 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 Drake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's gonna be an interesting battle to keep up with. You know, could he could he win a spot? I mean. Obviously, it would have a lot to do with this very good offensive line group. There's a lot of versatile guys like Crosby, Nelson, um, Stenberg. So, we'll see, man. It's going to be an interesting battle. I think the offensive line depth is the best depth on this team right now. So, it's definitely
3: the hardest position, in my opinion, to make on this team, on this Detroit Lions team. Yeah. Now, um, let's get into the running back. So, obviously, they had DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, Jamar Jefferson. Then they switched safety. God, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um I want to say a guac. I can't say his name, but they switched him to running back. He was uh, a safety?
1: Yeah, he was yeah. a safety.
3: They switched him to running back, so they got four running backs. They also got uh, Jason Cabinda, the fullback right now. Cabinda actually got a lot of work today receiving the ball. And if you remember, Anthony Lynn and Sean Payton, obviously, with the Saints. So Campbell comes from there. They both carried fullbacks on their roster. Yeah. So that's another position to watch. Will they keep three tight ends? Will they keep two tight ends in the fullback? Will they keep three in the fullback? So that's something to keep a close eye on as well. All right, trick question. Who were the two fullbacks on both those teams starting? Which which teams? Saints and Chargers. The Saints? It was the guy who was with us. I forgot his name. Michael man. Burton. Michael Burton. I don't and know the, the Chargers, Chargers one is. <laughs> I was going
2: to say Derek Watt, but he's not there anymore. He's on the Steelers, yeah, I don't, I
3: don't know. So I, don't I don't know. I
2: believe
1: is, was. Is there a reason why you're asking us about fullbacks? Uh, Tyler? Yeah, bro. Like, I don't, nah, I don't know. I
2: just, I just want to see. I just want to see <laughs> you guys' knowledge. <laughs> uh, trivia pop quiz, Tyler. <laughs> I just want to see your knowledge. God, damn.
1: Uh-huh. Well, well, Tyler, right. I got a pop quiz for you. Who's the long snapper for the damn Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
2: Stop! Back yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: goddamn fullbacks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if, if he makes, if he gets on the lines, I'll know his name. <laughs> All right. So we do have a question in the chat from Kevin. It says, "Are you confident in the wide receivers?"
1: Ooh, can I answer?
3: Can I answer? Go right, let's start. It I off.
1: mean, shit. I I actually am. I have a lot of confidence in this wide receiving group because I think we're gonna have a breakout. We're gonna have a breakout receiver this year. Call me right. Everybody's, I mean, you can't Snapchat. You can't screenshot. Just. Screen record. Yeah. We're going to have a breakout. Star, we're going to have a breakout receiver. I guarantee it. We're going to have at least 1,000-yard receiver. Oh, that's bold. I'm saying I, it. I'm saying it. We're going to have, we're gonna have one, th- at least 1,000-yard receiver.
2: That's bold. Oh, because uh, it, it, if you go as far as saying we're going to have a breakout guy, I'll agree with that. Because when you don't have a great room, someone's going to have to it's, produce. It's, yeah, but 1,000 yards. Because but a 1,000
1: yards they, is bold. Yeah, they, nobody's giving the, those guys a shot. Everybody's looking at the wide receiver group like, a, oh, that's the biggest hole. I'm
3: going to be honest. I think, honest,
1: gonna, I think they're going to put a chip receivers. on their shoulder.
3: Yeah, regarding yeah. the wide receivers, Tyrell Williams has had injury issues. I don't know if he could stay healthy for 16 games. Same with be Bashard Perriman. Can't. Same with Bashard Perriman. after that, you got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's probably going to yep. be the slot receiver. You have Cephas, who still hasn't proven much. You have Caleb Raymond, Damian Rowley, Victor Bolden. I think this is probably one of the worst or the worst wide receiver rooms in the NFL. I am not confident in the wide receivers at all.
1: I mean, yo, this is what everybody do want Everybody look at. I think it was a twenty seventeen Rams receiving Roberts, um, roster when when they drafted um what, what's that slot corner? Cooper That's Cup. Cooper uh, Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Um, they had a lot of question marks that year too. I mean, Robert Woods came from the from the the um the 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 Buffalo Bills. He came from the Bills, yeah, and he wasn't who he was when he got to, when he got to the Rams.
3: No, but he was good he with was, the Bills though. Like he was, he was an 800 yard
1: receiver. He was 800 yard receiver. receiver. He wasn't the same guy he was when he was
2: with the Rams. I mean, they
1: had a lot of question marks as well.
2: And, I mean, I would say Robert Woods was like Marvin Jones at the time. Like you knew yeah, he had potential he was. when he was in Cincinnati, was but there was just you know he he kind of just kind of had a better scene in LA and i think about Marvin Oil and he went to Cincinnati to Detroit.
1: Yeah that's true. And and also i think Stafford also um, was a big factor in in, in Marvin Jones as well. For sure. For sure. But um i think i think when these guys could break out man like who knows maybe pyramid. i mean he had a phenomenal year when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He did have a down year.
3: I'd say like good year. He had a good game versus the Lions. he had,
1: he had a really <laughs> he had again he was a, Another, he was 800 yard receiver with Tampa Buccaneers with a limited role. Remember, he didn't come in until uh, I think. Well, what's his name got hurt? Um, he, Evans. I
2: mean, I he, he was a third guy with Winston basically that year. It was exactly. When um, Evans and he was this. Yeah, guy and
1: there. and then when and then when when what's his name got hurt, he started get, getting more more targets, and that's when he became that's when he had his 800 yard season with the um with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he got a big payday to go to the the Jets, and the it didn't Jets. work out. Really? I mean, shit. I mean, how many wide receivers worked out with the Jets? Think
3: about I it. I think when no, you look none. at the Lions, though, I think their main receivers are probably going to be TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. Like, probably. Yeah,
1: it, um, it, 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 I think I think they're going to lean on that. I think because Dan Campbell
3: said he envisioned Swift to be like Kamara. When you look at Kamara, he was a dynamic receiver out of the backfield. He's a good runner, but he's a better receiver.
2: I think we have so many guys, too, that it's going to just be a spread-out offense as well. Like, I don't see one guy just dealing the show away, unless it's a TJ Hawkinson or a Swift. But, like, I just don't see a Terrell Williams, like, just bursting out to the scenes where, like, people are like, damn, what a contract the Lions gave Terrell Williams this year. I feel right. like he just lives up to the expectation that he was expected to. Paramount same thing, you know?
1: I, I think one of these guys, and it could be, even be the rookie. Who knows? I think, I think one of these if, guys if is going to be a 1000 yard receiver.
2: I think it would be Amon Ross St. Brown if anyone were to break out or it would be a Cephas. It would to be one of the young guys. I just don't can see I, can, it. At, can can I bet on that? Do
1: you have bets on that? Like one of those like
2: prop bets? If you if Terrell Williams would have a 1,000-yard season. No,
1: Terrell Williams. I mean, there's so <laughs> the goddamn Lions. God I damn it. I'm sure I mean, I don't they have know, a bet for everything. <laughs> they have,
2: yeah, they they have, they have a bet amazing. for
1: everything. They have a bet for like the color of the goddamn helmets.
2: So, okay, okay. So, you said there's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver. I know you 100%. said you – who who will it be for you to guess? I know uh, if I had to guess Just give me a guess. If I yeah. had
1: to guess, it's gonna be a, if I had to guess gonna, I say uh, Amon Rossi Brown. I think that guy's a stud. And if I, I think had he's to I think it'll be Amon Rossi Brown. I think I honestly think it's mm-hmm. gonna be him. It's not a receiver, I think he's have but a it's a Breakout rookie season. Breakout rookie I, season.
3: If there was a thousand I had to put like money on it, a thousand yard receiver, I'd say it'd be TJ Hax. I know he's not a receiver, but I'd be i like I, mean, he I think he the last team in receiving yards. My seven two yeah, senses, my two cents. I would save your money. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. Yeah, I would save I my money. Bet, if I had to bet on a guy, it would be DJ
2: Harkinsen. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I I don't know who I'd bet on. Probably I'd probably go hawkinson as well. But I, I'm I'm not even I'm not confident in that at all, though.
1: Yeah, you're not confident at all for a thousand-yard receiver. Not this, year. not this year. I am. I am. And then I I want everybody any year to be like, damn, Malcolm called that shit. We had a thousand yard receiver. Remember this shit. Everybody I, I, remember hope, this shit.
2: I hope we bring I hope we come back to this day and we're like we're like damn. Damn,
1: Malcolm right. called this shit. Like nobody's seen that nobody has seen this guy coming. This guy break out for a thousand yards.
2: So speaking of receivers, I'm just looking through Chris Brooks's uh training camp observations from today. Station Rock. Um, Yep, Sage Sharad. I went against him really quickly. Yeah. Uh, just read, quote for quote what Burke said. Might have had his best day since the Lions signed him. He made a couple catches in really tight windows. Also ran a slant in 11-11 drills. Uh, added wrinkle. He was a third up bag slash personnel protector on the punt team behind C.J. Moore and Jalen Elliott. So oh, that's, that's another guy. Though. Yeah, having some yeah. versatility with Sage Sharad as well. He was one of those guys that before the draft, like or before the college football season. People were hyping this guy as, yeah. I swear, as like a as a day two pick. This was like a second, third round pick potentially. And yeah. I even said at one point, I think this guy could be a baby Kenny Galladay. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think no. his uh, you know, I think he's got something to work with though. I mean, I I've seen him what he could do at Wake Forest the year before. This year was a weird year with the COVID. I, I think he's got some potential, man. He wouldn't completely shock me if he made the team. I was really I was pretty pumped when they got him as a UDFA, man. I mean I thought it was a very good you know deal for the Lions. Just a good shot because he has a ton of potential.
1: I was yeah. flabbergasted that he was he even went he yeah, didn't yeah even drafted. Get drafted. Yeah. yeah. If I had to I mean, guess right like, now. Didn't he wear have like a third round grade or something? And before no. the season.
3: Before the before season. Before the season. Not like yeah, no. During the season, season it was more like No, yeah. He he fell. Day three I mean, undrafted were, were his grades. They weren't they yeah. don't really like okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but before the
2: season, yeah, he was I, I think I put him in the day two conversation. Obviously, before, like when you're doing the rankings now, let's say, because it was like around this time last year. When you do the rankings around this time, it's just it's everywhere, man. Well, what, what, right. what happened? You had like a bad year or something? It was a COVID year. Wake Force, um, I don't even remember. Yeah, he just, he wasn't, se- He he's never been a good separator. He's just one of those possession guys, not really fast. That's just Sage Surratt's game. Yeah. And then, obviously the possession receiver is just not as Baking in the NFL as it was now just looking to kill Harry man like you know his value is basically just gone and I feel like possession receivers are did, you know let me ask bad. you a question did he ever get signed who Harry's still on the Patriots he never, oh, got, he still
1: on Patriots. He never got traded he never got traded I know you were yeah. for a trade That's did he didn't
3: get traded yet no um, he's still a Patriot I think Surratt right now is probably a Patriot squad guy if I had to guess
1: think so that'd be yeah.
2: fine
3: that'd be fine kind
2: of like just catch he, he, he him survive it, there and try to like survive it I think he could be one of those guys if you could you could hold him on the P squad. I feel like he could be one of those guys that could get a promotion if there's an injury or something like that. I feel like he could be the next guy up. I, a for some reason,
1: I just don't I don't think that like he will survive it. Like I think the I think like we feel- say that
2: every year. I feel like we say this every year about a player. Yeah. I feel like we just
3: overvalue these guys sometimes. Yeah, we do. I you also know, I'm the actually running back higher, that we had last year. I'm hired on McKinley out of Notre Dame.
1: Not Thompson. The guy we drafted.
3: Oh, uh, Hundley. Jason yeah, Hundley. Hundley
2: as soon as he got cut,
3: he got snatched.
2: Well, we had yeah, had—he was a
3: pick. we had a feeling that it, was going to happen. It was a fifth um, round pick, but the other guys that got like released, we weren't really like—I don't know. It's, I got to
1: see how he plays in, tra- in, in preseason. It's
3: I want to see my this. boy Javon McKinley. I was—I was excited when they picked him up. Oh, Our I'm, game I kid? Was. Yeah, I want to see him. I know he was hurt, but he's back now. I want to see how he looks. I'm gonna yeah. watch. I'm gonna be watching him next week at training camp if it's open to the public. Ago. Yeah, McKinley would be interesting. I mean, I think,
2: like, a lot of these guys have an opportunity. You know, if you're not even an undrafted guy this year, a lot of the young guys in general that just haven't done much in the league, like Bolden, Tom Kennedy, like, you're getting a legitimate opportunity to make the team this year. So, you know, just could you take advantage of it? I mean, this is one of the most more open rosters in the NFL, and this is probably the more or- open Lions teams that we've seen, like, as far as competition, where, like, there's not many locks on this team. Like, there's a couple, but there's not many locks. There's a lot of players. This whole players roster.
3: Grab. That's what you're saying. All exactly. To exactly. To exactly. Yeah. That's,
2: that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, if there's any opportunity to seize, it's the Lions. And I think if you hear from the undrafted free agents, I don't know if you guys remember this after the draft, a lot of the guys were, you know, prioritizing the Lions over other teams because they know they have a better opportunity making the 53-man roster. Like, I think Surratt was one of those guys. He saw the Lions call. He goes. Hey, you know I got a legitimate, oppor- you know I got a legitimate opportunity to maybe make this 53-man roster. Yeah, so, right. I, so you know the, the UDFA class, I think, was one of the better UDFA classes in the NFL. So I mean, it's it's going to be something to keep an eye out for. Maybe the Lions could keep a couple of these guys on their
3: 53. So, I believe they released. One of the receivers they signed, up. wasn't it Jonathan Adams? I believe. Yeah, Adams is the guy they released. I don't him. think he's on the team anymore. Yeah, they gave him all like a lot of guaranteed money, but
2: I guess he just didn't win. They out um, signed what's his name? It said H- Henson from the Texans and
3: replaced yep, Chad up.
2: Henson. Yep, he went to yep. his third there there's, there's so much uh, competition in this
1: wide receiving room, man. So many competition, man.
2: And even kick returner, which could be one of the receivers as well. So if you could show versatility to play both kick returner and punt returner and be a receiver on this team. You know, maybe the staff will... That's uh, Caleb Raymond art. right now. That's, that's Caleb Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. I think him Bolden. him.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a guy who, even from before, but as soon as we signed him, I was like, yeah, that's going to be the guy. Yeah. I kind of I seen that coming. Look, Jermall the, the, um, Allison, I mean, I know he took the COVID year off. He's back. Do you see him making his roster?
2: Oh,
3: who is it, Ernest? No.
1: Jermo uh, Allison.
2: Oh, Geronimo Allison. I Geronimo. <laughs> my bad. <back>, Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot he was on this team. Honestly, I forgot all about him. I mean, Tebow. shit.
1: Everybody forgot he was on this team, but he's here. I mean, he's there. <laughs> I, I Does I he make the roster?
3: It. Like, if I had to guess right now, I'd say no. I'd say no. no too. I think the cut, versatility cut, is going to be key. The
2: versatility is going to be key. If cut, you, cut, 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 if you, cut, uh, cut, I feel like if you could play on special teams and be a receiver, I feel like they're going to prioritize you more.
3: Yeah. Yo. Cut. 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 cut yeah, I maybe I want to see like in preseason may, how these
2: guys look too. Yeah, maybe is a big too, game, man. I can't maybe wait. A big I can't game? wait for
1: preseason. Tom Kennedy, I'm I'm interested in seeing This is a guy who always been on the team and he just stays. You know, he, he never like they can never get rid of this guy, Tom Kennedy. And and even oh, in man. camp, like he makes big plays. Like I I saw that he made a big um, night. Nice, he made some nice catches, Tom Kennedy.
2: T- t- TKs reminded me of like a couple of years ago, Jace Billingsley. You think so? Yeah, he, he does. He's just giving me that vibe,
1: I, I get, man. I, I, get, I get West Walker vibes, even though it's like very, oh, very, very I remember, high expectations.
3: <laughs> I remember I was like, when I met Golden Tay, and there was like this little white dude next to him. Like Billingsley, little, man. It was really small. He's like, Tay was like, hey, that's Jace. I was like, he was so small, bro. I was like, what's up, Jace? Man. Jace man. Was like, that was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I saw Jace. I was like, what is what? up?
2: Is, is Golden Tay your best friend, Pierre? Yeah, look at this shit. Man. He got <laughs> access from people. No, TV. it
3: was that same night when I talked about it here. It was that same night. Oh, the same right. night. Yeah. It was the same night. Nah, right. he, he,
1: he didn't call. you. this time. I
3: was gonna say there, yeah, there was also who was that kicker? Like they had the kicker with Prater. So-so, oh, and he was also he was also there too. Yeah. I have a selfie with uh, uh Jace Billingsley. He was a very cool guy when I met him. Yeah, Billingsley I, uh, was kind of cool. He was. Funny. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Jace, man. He was a super nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He was funny when I met him. He was pretty. I would.
2: Cool. I would post that picture, but that's before I had facial hair, and, and I'm okay. Doesn't so. he hate those staff too? Yeah, he made a whole song about them. Or <laughs> he, he didn't put their names in it, but he um uh, he had a music he hates video. Hates those guys. And he put Rod Wood and um I think he put like a clown face on uh, Bob Quinn's face, to, like clown eyes or some shit like that. Yeah, he hates those guys. Jay's Billingsley, man, what a guy, man. You know, you know who didn't like the staff either and um, it just kind of shocked me. Not Davis. Zach Zenner, man. Zach Zenner just seems like like such a wholesome guy. He didn't like his staff either. Likes, but he, he did didn't think anybody like the actually like Let's his be
3: honest, life. who the hell liked the staff? I'm trying no. I'm
1: trying to, try to figure out
2: is there a player who liked the staff who was like, "Oh, they're all right?" I I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. But didn't, if you were to think anyone would be like that, "Oh, the staff's all right." You think it would be like Zach Zenner, right?
1: I don't think it would be like Trey Flowers or somebody. Maybe Trey yeah, Trey like, even it. Trey Flowers was like Even Trey Flowers was like, yeah, you know, what? This staff is better, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't everybody, know. Everybody, I, everybody seems happy. You know? I, I, everybody I, I, get to do what they want to do.
2: <laughs> I feel like Zach Zenner's is <laughs> just one of those guys where you know he's just, you know, let's get bloody, let's get let's get aggressive, man. I feel like Zach Zenner would love Dan Campbell. Actually, I feel like that's like that would
3: be perfect fit for each other. You, you know, one thing I love about this team is they're allowing players to show their personality. Like yes. Jamal Williams is like uh, yes. his he's energy. Grown is awesome he had so today he had two reporters playing rock paper scissors to see who would ask the question because they had the same question Shouts like that's eric hilarious Kodiak. yeah, that yeah eric Woodyard awesome. and the other guy was cory woods, at Corey woods World yeah. World sports yeah if, if, so if we, we could find a way
1: guy. if we could find a way to reel him into this podcast so i could do like a guest episode that would be that will be epic yeah. i'll reach out to
3: his reps i'll reach out to his reps I,
1: I know he would uh have us very in- entertained this man yes. said that he doesn't wear Gucci or Prada. He <laughs> shops at Ross. <laughs> he
2: didn't. He didn't oh, hold on. Going back to bathroom, Yo, what? Quick. Going back. He to said go- he does
1: not. He said he doesn't any. He said he doesn't wear Gucci. Doesn't wear Prada. Doesn't wear that stuff. He said, "Man, I shop at Ross."
2: Yeah, going back. Okay. I was like, like "Whoa!" It, it, it was because it was because someone asked him. He goes, uh, "What's your thoughts on Katie Cunningham wearing the Buffs?" And he goes. What the hell are Buffs? <laughs> he had no <laughs> idea what the hell was going <laughs> so, it, Malcolm, wait, so you're not from Michigan. You, you got uh, no of Buffs. Of course,
1: right? bro, I, I'm trying to – I want to buy a pair of Buffs. That's Cardia our price. Buffs? I was like, all right.
3: Huh? You want some cardio Buffs?
1: I want some. Hell yeah, I want some. Maybe
2: yeah,
3: so I could put this on my Christmas man. list.
1: I could put this on my Christmas list and maybe you and Pierre could have Start
3: saving up.
1: Start saving up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm talking about Christmas, man. You got <laughs> – <laughs> let's go half. Oh, yeah, okay, I, got, I, got, yo, I mean, let's
3: do the, the dollar store version. I got you. I'll get to the dollar store version.
1: The dollar yeah, store, Bruh,
2: Keep it.
3: <laughs> tell, t- tell, t- tell, tell. Pierre's boy, Golden Tate, to hook you up.
2: Yo, <laughs> he's got some NFL money.
1: That 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 was funny. He was like, "I don't watch TV. I don't know what that is. I watch anime." I
3: know. He had, no right. idea, he um, had no idea the NBA draft was going on, and we were like yeah, the number on. one pick. Yeah. All right, so we have like about ten minutes or so. If anyone wants to ask any questions in the chat or want to come up and speak, ask questions. Uh, you can come up right now. If not, I think we'll end this it. This is your
1: time. Yeah. this we're, is your
3: time. Real quickly, too, I want to go into the Steph as well. We were saying about
2: uh, how it's been more fun and stuff. We even see a more fun set on the social media side of the side now. Like you know, the, like the Lions, I feel like are setting up this like camera now right by like the the Lions like tunnel where they exit out to enter the practice field, and you're, you're seeing all these questions now. Like just like generic, funny, basic question, like easy debatable questions, like uh, do pineapples belong on pizza? Like we're seeing that all over yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I think it's Patricia would never. No, Patricia would seen, never. We would have never seen that in the Patriot way. Could you imagine? Would uh, never. Could you imagine the Lions' social media team asking Matt Patricia, "Do pineapples belong on pizza?"
1: Yeah, that man was everything goes on pizza, (laughs) goddamn. Okay, okay. And that is a wrap to part one of our bonus content where we talk about the Lions training camp and some guys who shined in the first three days of training camp. Tune in to part two where we have our listeners come on the stage and ask some Lions questions. All on part two of our bonus episode. Tune in for that. Coming out soon.
4: The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place.